putting them on blast. And with our following, this might cripple them. Did you hear Bud? Budweiser. Bud Light, 23%. Welcome back. Welcome back, JB. Andy, we're already talking about stuff, man. We talked over our intro music. It doesn't even matter today because we got some stuff to talk about, and uh, we were so excited to bring it to you today that we just started talking over our intro music because we, um, he asked me a question but didn't let me answer the question <laughs> and just proceeded to give me an answer. Because so, it was correct. What I was saying no, is, correct. wait, let me set it up for the audience. Uh, by the way, happy Mother's Day. So that's what our episode's about. We are going to be shouting out those eaves in our life. It is going to be awesome. Mama. Is this boys to men? No, that was uh, Queen. Oh, that's before Anyways, my I time. go back to what we were talking about. Anyway, so what pre, we were talking about. So, so I'm talking about the quality of stuff. I'm like, everything is made so good. Like when I was a kid, you bought a Dodge truck. You knew that wasn't going to make 100,000 no, no, miles. That's not the it's words a piece he just of said. crap. That's not the words he just said. Let me rephrase it because he is speaking a fallacy. Revelations 21, eight liars go to hell. So he said, how is everything you know, made so well? How's everything made so well? I mean, you drive a Ram and that's crap. That's the words he said to me. Yeah, but it'll make 200,000 miles now because even crap is good. That was the point I was making. That was a good purchase. That was wisdom. Man, uh, you know what's not wisdom is doing this podcast with you anymore. Okay, but this was the point I was going. Every single year, my router modem with Cox, oh, Cox just sucks. stops working. Yeah, it Cox is terrible. Working. And I, my question is, with everything made so good, everything is quality. We throw stuff away because it gets scratched, not because it stops working anymore. How is it that they cannot make a modem that goes past 12 months? So in Arizona, we have Cox Communications for our main internet provider, or you can have Quest, or you can have Verizon, which Verizon's a joke. You can have Quest, which Quest is on dial-up DSL. <laughs> so for those of you who are in technology world, DSL is very slow. But Cox is supposed to have this fiber connection. I have it going into my house, and every day it goes down. And it's every not my day. house. Like, I, I've changed routers. I've changed modems. I've changed everything. And I have fiber. Fiber. Like, 100 up, 100 down. And uh, it sucks. Yeah, 100 up, 100 down would be slow. You probably no, have gig. 300. No, I have a gig up and a gig oh, down. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. Gig. Thousand, I should have said. There, there we go. For technical, thousand. I have a gig up and a gig down. And it still sucks. Yeah. No, it, it sucks. And it's funny because they have these commercials out that are like kids playing in 3D land, like playing on the <laughs> internet, like with holographic images. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, hell no. Anyways, yeah, all right. No, well, that's not what we're talking work. about. So we just hate Cox. That's that's where we were going. That's where we're going. And Ram trucks suck. But we are celebrating our mothers today, the women in our life. I'm really excited about a little bit different tone in the show. I'm hoping it will prompt something in you. You know what I'm going to do the whole the whole podcast? I decided I'm I'm going to go off script a little bit. The whole podcast, whenever I feel like it, I'm going to bust out a song with the word "mama" in it. Nice. Yep, nice. just because that's what I'm... So mama said, knock you out. I'm going to knock you out. Mama said... LL Cool J? Yeah, that was off script. That I was know, off script. I told you. Yeah, I'm just glad you didn't start with, hey, lover. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. Yeah. So here's my icebreaker for the day. Have you ever smoke spoken? Smoked? I've smoked something. We have. Maybe on this podcast. Have I'm you ever kidding. spoke 
for a Mother's Day or women's event? No, because I can't speak for women. Yeah. Well, no, I, I that's never, what they tell us today. Yeah. No, I, I I never have. Um, so wait, have I you? got a story. Yeah, no, this is good. So anyway, uh, my old pastor goes out of town. I'm the associate pastor, and he's like, hey, it's Mother's Day. Just do the song of my jam. Well, to be honest, I don't really pay attention to Mother's Day sermons. So it wasn't for me. I'd listened to them my entire life. So I probably had 35 that if I had tuned into one, I would have known something, but I didn't know. So I went to the word of God and found where it told women how to act. And I thought it was a wonderful sermon. Unfortunately, he came back from vacation and had a couple emails from certain women in the congregation that are like, on Mother's Day, where we are supposed to be honored, this young pup gets in here and is telling us how to how to wear our hair. And 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 that was probably one of the nicer points I made. So it, it just it did not go well. Good news was I was never asked to preach another Mother's Day again. Well, yeah, I I I think that we just honor mothers, but one of the things I do think is um mamas don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys see i can do this all day so this is actually an interesting concept this whole idea of mothers and we're going to talk a little bit about eves and you know we talk about adam all the time in our in our um, in our podcast and about men not being alone um, that's not good but he did create an eve and i think it, it it would be wise of us to talk a little bit about that whole aspect of our lives and um, when we talk about mothers, this is a pretty interesting one for me. So I'll be very, 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 very vulnerable. Um, I did not live with my mom very much growing up. Um, there was many years I lived with my grandparents. There was many years I lived with my father. And my mother was actually living out of state in a different state. And so I didn't really grow up with a um, an intimate, we'll use that word, an intimate relationship with my mother. Now, I honored my mother because I believe that's scriptural. But I didn't grow up with an intimate relationship with my mother. So this whole idea of Mother's Day and and honoring those that have been significant in that role in your life is very foreign to me personally. Or new. I would say new because you have an amazing mother-in-law, too. I have an amazing mother-in-law. I have a stepmother um, that is a part of our church that we, you know, we love. And so I have an amazing mother-in-law. And so I have two women in my life that, you know, I I have filled roles in those areas. Uh, I did make a mistake, and I'll tell you guys this right away. So Mother's Day is around, you know, here. And my kids were like, what are we getting mom for Mother's Day? And I'm like, I don't know. She's not my mom. <laughs> and I said that out loud, um, pretty loud that my wife heard that. And that was a mistake. I'm just telling you that guys right now. That did not go well. No, 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 no. A little no, no. more honor to the one the one that you laid neck, down next to. Yeah. So, well, that brings us to our question this week. Have you ever wondered why God created Eve? Um, and this is an old pastor's joke, but I thought there's some re- real to it. So any of them that are misogynist, just it's the joke. It's not me. Um, but I thought we could yeah, talk. You got to be careful talking it. about this because you could come off very misogynistic for sure. Yeah. In all this. And that's not our heart's intent. Please know that right away. We love we love our wives. We love the women that God's placed around us. This is not misogynistic in, 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 in any manner. And is it not chauvinistic? So I think there's two aspects to that. Whenever you talk about women, you talk about religion or spirituality in Christ, there can be the tense of people out there that say uh, you're just demeaning to women. And that is not true at all. 
Um, we are trying to honor women and we believe in that. And so please don't take this conversation in any fashion, whether it's something that's been misconstrued or misheard or misinterpreted as us saying that we feel that there's a superiority in males to women. We believe that is not true, that God has created both of them in his image and in a beautiful image. And so I, I just yeah. want to put that disclaimer down right away because I've heard it so many times. In his image, meaning in God's image. In so God's everything image. a woman is, is what God is. And everything that a man is, is what God is. And God didn't just make one sex. He made two. Yeah. Because it couldn't cover everything that God is. And it, it still didn't, but, but well, gave us an, more uh, revelation. The term is egalitarian, right? Yeah. And I believe in an egalitarian designed by God that we are equal with different functions and different roles. And that, that, and I believe the scripture says, you know, man is the head of the household. That doesn't mean I'm the authoritative my way. It means that I'm responsible for things that my wife is not necessarily responsible for, not to others, but to God. Yeah. I always say, men, you get to die first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, if you God's go gonna into hold me, it with that, <laughs> God's going to hold first. me a little bit more responsible than my wife for things that I did because he's asking me to lead. And let's be honest, so, you probably messed up more oh, often. I screwed up all the time. All right, but let's have fun. Top 10 reasons God created Eve. Number 10, God worried that Adam would always be lost in the garden because men hate to ask for directions. I don't have to worry about asking for directions now because I have ways. Yeah. Do you put a girl voice or a guy voice? It's a girl. Yeah. See, so it counts. Yeah. We respect all the women who have been who have been recorded, voice recorded, for ways and Google Maps. Yeah. Number nine, God knew that Adam would one day need someone to hand him a TV remote. Okay, that one's just bad. That's lame. We're gonna move on from that one. Um, I don't watch TV. I just try to flip through the channels to see what's next. Anyways, what else is on? That's yeah. kind of how girls shop, though. It is. I go shop for one thing. They go shop to see what's out there, what's yeah. available. God God likes that in both of us. We we portray it different ways. Continue. Number eight, God knew that Adam would never buy a new fig leaf when his one wore out. <laughs> I actually like that one. That's so true. I have a flannel shirt that I literally got at the Levi outlet that doesn't exist anymore in, I want to say, 94 or 95. Really? And I still have it. The The elbows have torn out of it, but it's so soft. I'm like, Levi never made another good flannel shirt again. Well, that's so my wife just threw away three giant bags of clothes that have been in her closet for three years. Well, but this is your fig leaf. Fig leaf. I, I don't give a rat's A about what I wear, so I don't care. And that's why he gave us Eve. Yeah. Number seven, go ahead. God knew that Adam would never make a doctor's appointment for himself. Okay, I literally have something growing out of the side of my face for over a year. I've been wondering about that. Is that a kid? Still haven't made a doctor's appointment. Why not, dude? It might be cancer. My wife has begged me to what? make a doctor's Are appointment. I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it. Well, it, it hasn't changed anything. I, I'm you're not still getting like radio signals. You're still good looking. Right, you just do profile looks. Yeah, yeah, you're still so, good looking. But I agree with that one. I, I appreciate that my wife sets appointments. Number six, God knew that Adam would never remember what night garbage night was. Uh, I, this is a different one for us because now that's my kid's responsibility. Oh, see, my girls grew out of it. It was one of their responsibilities. Now it's back to they you. They grew out of it. I added out this morning, <laughs> but I never forget it. I'm pretty awesome that way. Number five, God knew that if the world was to be populated, men would never be able to handle childbearing. Amen. Amen. All right. So that's true, but I transparency, here you go. That's true. I don't think I'd ever want to put forth a child 
um, not, not my desire, not my, my, I've seen my wife in pain multiple times when we had our three children. However, I did pee out a kidney stone. I've heard that is about as close yeah, as a I, man can get. I'm right there. I've done it three times. So I, I kind of get this. We had three kids. I had three stones. I think God's egalitarian. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Best quote of that movie is when um, they're trying to get the trunk in the back of the old guy's uh, pickup truck. And he's like, would you get off your lazy butt and get out here for these guys and put this in the back? And they're like, oh, no, no, we'll get it, sir. No, your wife doesn't have to get out. And they go, well, she had a baby. Come out sideways. She didn't yell or nothing. That's so funny. that is how strong women are. And I do not believe men are that strong. Oh, I agree. Yeah, that major props. God knew what he was doing with that one. Next one. Adam may be the keeper of the garden, but God knew he'd never remember where he put his tools without even. Dude, I lose my freaking stuff all the time. And my wife I'm knows really where it's bad at. at that. I, my wife knows. Like, I lose my wallet and my keys on the daily. Literally, the best thing about Tesla, the key is the phone. And then my three credit cards or two credit cards and my ID go in the back of Bro, my phone. I just phone. had to cancel so a credit card this week thing. because I lost it. I don't know where I put it. Look at this bad boy. Boom. That's slick. That's like it's James, all that's there. Like James Bond. Not only that, because the key is the phone. If I can't find my keys, you just get somebody to call your phone. That's pretty good. I like that. So it, that's it's my Dodge Ram. My piece better. of crap Ram doesn't have that. <laughs> yeah. All right. The number, we're going to keep going here. Number three, the scripture account of creation indicates that Adam needed someone to blame his troubles on when God caught him hiding in the garden, guys, we've been blaming our wives and the ladies around us for years for our problems. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> no, go over that scripture, though, because it is central to first Adam, right? What we were created on was based a little bit on this verse where God comes to the garden and says, uh, Adam, what are you doing? And he goes, it wasn't me. It was the, that no, woman. The, that woman that, that you woman, gave me. So he he totally denies ownership and you gave him to me, God. Yeah, he, gave gave, he, me. he blamed two people yeah. in one statement. It, it totally wasn't him. And it was Adam's fault to begin with, again, going back to his responsibilities. Anyways, we'll move on for them. All right, here we go. Number two, when God finished the creation of Adam, he stepped back, scratched his head and said, I got to be able to do better than that. Having seen all the pictures of you and your wife. Oh, she, oh, he's done way better than that. God looked at you and went, wow, I'm going to have to do way better just to offset the ugly. Bro, I married up. There ain't no doubt about it. In looks, in character, um, but not. Uh, never mind. We're just going to leave it at that. I, I love that, though, that you bring that up. Character. The women that have been in my life, my grandmas, my mom. My wife, they live with such character. Their ability to see black and white and to really be um, the watchtowers of our families. I felt like my dad was always, okay, what mountain are we going to take? And my mom was this watchtower that said, let's not go too far that way because it's going to damage the family. It's going to damage the kids. It's going to damage our relationship. And I see that with my wife. I see that with my grandmas. I, I think that just brings up, I know they're making fun, but it brings up something that is such a highlight to the women that have been in my life. You know, what's interesting to me, <clears throat> excuse me, is my wife will think of things that like the watchtower side of it. My wife will think of things that I don't even phase think about. Like for instance, when I'm in charge of watching the kids when they were younger, she would tell me, remember they need to eat. And I'm like, Oh, Oh yeah, they need to eat. Like they need regular food. 
like, right? Um, I like a very clean house. I'm, I'm a little bit type A in my stuff, meticulous. She'll remind me, uh, you know, they do live here. And so it's just that, but it's that protective, like, reality. There's a passage, actually, I want to bring that, uh, just uh, as you're talking, a passage came to my mind. And we're going to get to some serious stuff uh, with the whole this, this whole conversation, guys, and I want you to hear that. But we're leaning there. Uh, Proverbs 31, 26, we know this is a passage uh, in Proverbs about a noble woman. But in it, he, in 26, and I have this highlighted because I think when I think about the women who have been instrumental in my life, specifically my wife, my daughters even, um, even though they're younger, uh, the elderly women in my life. Um, and this is why we take in a day and a, a podcast to actually honor this. But here's what it says in 26. When she speaks, her words are wise and kindness is the rule, not is the rule when she gives instruction and kindness is the rule when she gives instruction. And so when I think about the women in my life, specifically my wife, when my wife speaks, there's wisdom there. Um, now I'm not talking about stuff that is stupid. Like how do you fix a car? There's no wisdom there. But when my wife is talking about the intimate stuff of character, integrity, the stuff that really matters, usually, and I'll give her credit in this way, usually what she has to say, the insights she has are usually a little deeper and discerning than mine. Cause I'm a logical thinker. And different, right? I'm it's a just logical thinker and she's an emotional thinker. So there's wisdom that comes with learning uh, how to navigate emotions. Yeah. Right. No, I see it with my children where Annie is like, you're missing it here. I'm not saying your message is wrong. I agree with the message, but your presentation, this is what she says is wrong. Yeah. And and these are your daughters, right? Like present it how you want it, church at work, whatever. She's, she's already phoned it in that she can't control that piece, but these are your girls you got to work on the messaging. She says it this way, and this is where wisdom comes in. And this might be something you might need to hear today, guys. This is an important word. My wife will use this all the time on me. Yeah, it may be the truth, but it can't be heard because of the tone. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's so freaking good. You're right. You got me. It, it, it's the truth, but the truth without the tone ain't listening. And guys, we like to exercise from truth, right? Yeah. There's a right and a wrong and people like us that are black and white and are still speaking truth, even in this day and age where we go, it's worth it to have somebody throw rocks to speak truth because people have to remember what it is. But, but when you're dealing with some people, especially with your children, I think that tone can be a big thing. I think with your wife, that tone can be a big thing. And so it's just such a great reminder and, and part of why we appreciate Eve's in our lives. Yeah. So let's talk about this. What have been some of the, 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 wait, we haven't got to the number one reason. Sorry. sorry. And number one reason why God created drum roll, please. Hey, by the way, before we get to this, (laughs) you thought I was going to bust a song out, didn't you? I thought we were going that way. Uh, I'm not going to give you that, but, um, had you ever thought about this before? I, 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 this is a revelatory thought this morning for me that God created Adam, not as a baby, but as a man, like he had no birth date, like no infancy. And yet he created Eve as a babe. Well, no, he created Hey, as a babe. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. Mama, I'm coming home. A little Ozzy Osbourne. Anybody? Nobody. Uh, nobody Please nobody. Home. Somebody in our audience. Mama. All right. Anyways. Um, let me ask you this question. Yeah. So the number one reason he created women, Eve's in our lives is, I wish we had a drum roll effect. It's not good for man to be alone. 
And you think about that. You think about the essence of why he created Eve. <clears throat> and we often think that he created Eve just to be, the word is helpmate, right? To be a helpmate. But when I think of the word helpmate, I look at it and I think of tasks. Tasks. Like, oh, she's going to help me tend the garden. She's going to help me make the food, right? That's how I think of when I think the word helpmate. <clears throat> but the true definition of that helpmate, and I've done a study on this a long time ago, is one who comes alongside and it creates an embetterment, not a task, mm. an embetterment. So that means that God created Eve not to help Adam do chores that sometimes our relationships revolve around. God created Eve because he knew that Adam would need betterment. That will, and so when I look at it in my life with my wife, my wife, I, I don't need my wife to do the chores in my house. I don't need her to cook. I don't need her to clean. I don't need her to produce money. I don't need her for those things. Now, that's a bonus because we do them together and we enjoy that. Um, but what I truly, when I think about my wife, the one thing I am so thankful for is she is creates um, avenues for me to become better. That's, that's the key. And so guys, some of you have been arguing with your wives for so long. And you're arguing about the chores. You're arguing about the stupid crap in this world. I want to ask you this question. How is your spouse or, or your girlfriend or whatever it may be? How have they come alongside and how have you recognized that they have actually made you better? Because that's the term helpmate. And I think our society, our male chauvinistic society, our male um, dominated society has de de demeaned women to make them chore related people when that wasn't the term at all in which God desired. He desired to say, I can give someone for two reasons, one to help Adam become better and two to help Adam become whole. Right. Scripture says, uh, if you look at the, the, the Bible, it says two are better than one for they give good return for each other's work. If one lies down, he will not stay warm. But if two lay down together, they'll keep warm. And it goes on and on again. They get good return for each other's work. So there's this idea that God created uh, an Eve, not just for Adam to have someone to help him, but for so that Adam could have someone to make him whole. Yeah. And when I look at my relationship with my wife, usually when I'm having arguments um, with my Eves in my world, my daughters, my wife. Um, it is the question I have to ask is how is this discussion, how is God using this discussion to make me whole? Because well, they're bringing a different perspective than I see. And even perfect Adam had a hole. Absolutely. He said it's not Be good. Before he sinned, he still was yeah, that's incomplete. Really and so I, I, I just look at the women in my life and I, I say, I am incomplete without you having voice into my life. And, and first that was just my wife or first it was my mom, right? And then it's your wife. But now I see it with my relationship with my girls, the ways they get me to look at things and to think through things and to think through the tone of things. And I'm like, I'm incomplete without them. I, I love just hanging out with my daughters. I feel like they bring something to the party now. And that's pretty cool for a 16 and 18 year old to, to drop some wisdom. Isn't that fun? And encouragement for you fathers out there between 13 and even halfway through 16, that it gets better. Well, not only does it get better, uh, I get better because they're in my life, right? I think God had an understanding. You brought up a really good point in the sense that Adam was made with God, by God, in perfect union with God, and God looked at it and said, Dad, this ain't so good yet. <laughs> it's still incomplete. Isn't that crazy to think about? God's creation was incomplete until he created something else for the man. So what's the challenge for this week? Well, I think there's two things. Number one is, uh, do you honor the women in your life? 
Mm. That's good. I think that's the first thing, that, the first question that comes to me when I think about Mother's Day and the reflection upon the women in my life. And some of us as guys have had crappy relationships with the women in our lives. We just have. Hurt. They might be the cause of uh, the source of your biggest hurt. But that doesn't mean hurt doesn't equate. It, there, there's no correlation between hurt and honor. Yeah. There's no correlation. It, it's not because you hurt me, I'm not going to honor you. That has nothing to do with it. Honor is a choice I make regardless of. So for my mom, yeah, she hurt me. No doubt about it. I didn't grow up with a mom. When my mom passed, I was sad for about a day because, you know, the absence, the thought, the reality that I'll never be whole. We didn't have anything in common. We didn't have anything to talk about most of the time. And she wasn't a bad lady. We just weren't intimate. But that didn't mean I don't honor her. So when my brother and my sister call me up and they're like, mom's turning 70, you need to fly in for a birthday. And I'm thinking, I haven't talked to her in six months. Honor said, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Right? I'll be there. I lay down what I desire to lift up somebody else. That's what it means to bring honor. So, guys, the women in your life, wives, mothers, daughters, sisters, whatever it may be, bosses. Yeah, your ex-wife. I, I just feel no, like this good. is from God. That ex-wives still deserve honor, man. That That is the mother of your children. That's a woman who believed the very best ones about you. And you can still honor them without forgiving or without accepting what was done, right? There, there could have been stuff that was done to you wrong. Honor doesn't have to do with how they treated you. It's a place that you put them, a decision that you make to honor them. Um, I actually wrote a, wrote a YouTuber this weekend, um, Stephen Crowder, who came out that he was divorcing his wife. Louder than Crowder? Yeah. And uh, I, I said, look, your tone is wrong. I, I don't care what she did to you. You still need to walk in honor yeah. in that. And, and I just think that's a word for our men today. You might have an ex-wife that you have to interact with all the time because of the kids. You honor your children's mama because you want them to know what honor looks like. Yeah. So I think that's the first question you have to ask yourself this week is how are you honoring the women in your life? That's the first thing. The second question is, and I think this is the harder part, is um, where do you need to actually verbalize your honor? Because I think guys will say, oh, we just, you know, we exist together. And that's not helping my wife know what she means to me or my the girls in my life, what they mean to me. And so for me, one of the challenges, one of the hardest things to do is to actually verbalize my honor hey, I want to tell you what this means for me. Remember, the word helpmate is not to be my slaver. The word helpmate is an embetterment term. It's this term, believe it or not, it's actually an Old Testament term, and the term is it's a two-word term in Hebrew. But the second part of that is this word ezer, E-Z-E-R, and it actually means to rescue and to save. Yeah, I always think of Jonathan and his armor bearer. Yeah. His armor bearer was his helpmate. Ezra. But he came to be back to back with them and back to back Jonathan and his, and his, uh, I almost said helpmate, and his b- body armor, armor guy. Yeah. What a, I'm losing. Armor it. bearer. Back to back, they defeated an entire Filipino, <laughs> Philistine army. Yeah. So uh, going back to the idea of, uh, of the word Ezer, E Z E R, it's an Old Testament word. You can look it up. It's the term for helpmate. Um, there's two, two different translations to that. But, uh, 
it means that they rescue you. And so the question you have to ask, honestly, and then bring honor to this is, where have the women in my life rescued me? Mm. Where have they rescued me? Where have they called me on my crap? That's what I mean. You know That's what, what I'm my talking about. My wife calls me on my crap like nobody They've rescued else you can. from being stuck where you are. Yep. They've rescued you from, from the crap that you, the facade that you put on. They call your stuff out. That's a rescue. That's a helpmate. That is an embetterment person. That's good. And so, but, but what we don't do, men, is we may know that, we may identify that, but we don't verbalize it. Why? Because we think that'll show weakness. A little bit of shame. And what I'll tell you, especially with your spouse, when I verbalize those things with my spouse, like, hey, thank you for calling me out on this. You make me better here. Guess what happens to her? Bow, chicka, bow, wow. Whoa. Yeah. No, there's, the romance is built. Unity is built. Togetherness. Because the other word for helpmate is this word, um, I'm going to botch it, but it's this word konegdo, K-E-N-E-G-D-O. That's a Hebrew term, and it means counterpart, alongside. When you do that together, you be, she becomes a counterpart in the in the avenues that God has for you. Matter of fact, you know, my, this is a revelation. We're going to end with this. A revelation years ago when my wife and I would do premarital counseling with a bunch of, bunch of people, right? Um, we would do tons of premarital counseling, and one of the things I have people in premarital counseling do is I say, what's a goal for your marriage? And usually when they're young, you know, because they're young and just romanticized and fantasized and they'll say, oh, we just can't wait to live together and blah, 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 you know, fill in the blank. We can't wait to experience this together, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty self-sufficient. Or she makes me feel blah, blah, blah. He makes sure. me feel blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty, pretty selfish. Uh, I say that out loud. Um, but what I realized is this. Most men and women for that matter, but most men, because I think we're called to lead in this manner don't have a goal for their counterpart. Mm. And why has God brought us together? If you're married, this is specifically for you. And if you're dating, this is specifically for you. Why has God allowed you two to come together? If it's not good for man to be alone, and this is the person that he's lined up for you, or you've chosen because he gives you that choice, why has that been? And so the realization years ago was for me and my wife is we realized we needed a goal for our marriage. And so we decided... Um, our goal, and it changed over time, but now it is this, that we can do more for the kingdom together than we could apart, right? That gives me a desire to say she is my counterpart in bringing more glory to God. I need to honor that. And every time she wins, you win. Uh, every, exactly. And we've seen that in your relationship. What she's done in the Red Ed movement was incredible. Yeah. And that was something that you blessed. You You, you put your computer skills to the to the test and how much money has been raised for teachers oh i think there's been over four thousand teachers who've received school supplies because of her glory and her desire and us together and somebody else uh, another uh, beneficiary in that but she had the calling you had the skills for that one yeah together together and and, uh, so i again guys i challenge you this it's mother's day or you know was Mother's Day this last week, and I call it Mother's Week because it seems to go on. No, this will come out right before. All right, fair enough. Next week. I want to challenge you this. Don't get her a present. I'm just joking. (laughs) I was going to say, I just, they still want the presents. I know they say they don't, they want. But give her her something that'll be better. Give the women, and it's not just your mother, it's your daughters, it's your mom, it's other women that are involved in your life. Um, Give them honor. And the best way you can do that is tell them what, how they make you better. That, that's, that's the key. My father-in-law would tell a story, and I'm going to end with this. Um, there was a, 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 a young man in his life who 
every year, even though my father-in-law wasn't his father, would get a Father's Day card. And he would come over and drop off the card and give him a Father's Day card and say, Happy Father's Day. Because he wasn't, he wasn't his biological father. But he honored the man who spoke into his life. And I think there's women out there who have spoken into your life, guys. I know there's women in my life. My, my, I'm still in Arizona as a pastor because now my 23-year-old daughter, when she was 15, spoke into my life. She said she she we were walking and she I was questioning what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. And she said something simple to the fact of, can you have more influence doing that than you do now? And I'm like, shut up. But to honor that. Yeah. Right. Because that's that's that is exactly why God brings us Ezers is to help mate to make us better men. So, guys, I know there's women out there in your life that you might be fighting with. And there's women who've hurt you. There's women who, as JB said, have divorced you. Honor them. Honor them. There's going to be breakthroughs through that. Just honor them. Just honor them. Honor them. And even if you're going through the shit of life right now in your marriage and it sucks, bring honor. The scripture says this, and I'm going to end this with, this with this passage. A kind word turns away wrath. <laughs> that was written for men? Yes. Oh, okay. A kind word turns turns away wrath. So gentlemen, this Mother's Day, give a kind word, no matter what wrath you've ever received from your helpmates. Hey buddy, Ram trucks, they're not that bad. Hey, thank you. See, I just, I gave him a kind word and he, now he tells me that my Ram truck isn't that bad. All right, let's pray for him. You do it. You're on. Father, I just thank you for the eaves in our lives. And God, we want to be a blessing to them this Mother's Day. And Lord, that does mean the obligatory um, gift or flowers, Lord. But more than that, it is being intentional with our words and giving thanks and letting them know what we are thankful for what they've helped us fight for in our lives, where, where they've helped us have breakthrough, where they've helped shape our identity. God, thank you that you said in your word that it is not good for man to be alone and that we weren't perfect until we had these eaves in our lives. So we just give you honor by honoring those eaves in our lives this Mother's Day. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Why don't you uh, give us a little bit of info about who we are and what's going down here? Thank you so much for joining us today. God is moving through this podcast. And so we ask you to join the conversation by looking us up on our website. That's one stadam.com. Check us out on our social media spelled first Adam with an F and share us with your friends. That is how people get this message. So we appreciate that you continue to share because it is not good. For man, For man to, to be, be alone. alone. All right, I got the ultimate mama song on the way out here. All right, let's I hear it. So you guys remember that 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 song, Stacy's mom has got it going okay, on. That would not be a good way to honor women. It would be because my daughter is Macy. So whenever I heard that song, I would say, Macy's mom has got it going on. It's incredible on. that people get anything out of this podcast. Well, yeah. But they do. Come back again next week. I will not sing any more mother songs. Jimmy.